Hello, all you beautiful people. You know what time it is. Ladies and gents, guys and dolls, and everyone in between. Gather round. Get you something real nice to sip on and comfy to slip on. Because it's time for Smut Club. Here's your hosts, Chelsea and Hannah. There she is. <laughs> Nailed it. He's going to be like so pissed. Like, which clap is it? That one. Hello, everyone. Hi, y'all. Welcome to season two of Smart Club. Yay. Praise hands. <laughs> um, we're back. I had a kid. You did. A as, real human baby. A real human baby. As of the time that we're recording this, I had him... Little over two months ago. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He's a cute little asshole. He is. He is. We we love him. Where if anyone tells you you just bounce back after having a baby, those assholes are liars. <laughs> yeah, that is not true. Um, we're so excited to be able to like get back into things. We weren't sure how it was gonna go after having a baby. Mm-hmm. But we're here. We're having a not we're having a baby. <laughs> We already had a baby. Um, <laughs> we're having a podcast. We're having a podcast. We're having Aww. a season two of a podcast. A podcast that we love. It's been really sweet to read y'all's comments and excitement about season two. Um, if you don't already, go ahead and subscribe. Go ahead and give us a rating if you love us, if you want to share us with people. Um, it really does help. So mm-hmm. if it's... In my head, I'm like, if it's not an inconvenience to you... <laughs> um, I've been working on that. I'm not good at it, but I'm like, I don't want to inconvenience you. (laughs) We don't want to inconvenience our listeners. And also, we would love it if you did. (laughs) Um, When we were having one of our baby showers, we were visiting our family in Nashville. And um, there's this Thai restaurant that I used to love when we lived in Nashville. And when my brother-in-law mentioned Thai food, I was like, all I could picture was their drunken fried rice. I'm like... 30 weeks pregnant, not all I wanted was their drunken fried rice. And he was like, oh, actually, if we're going to do Thai food, why don't we do this place that's down by Taylor's work? Because they're like, curry is to die for. And I like was like, oh, no, like, all I want. And I was like, actually, could we get like this other place instead? And I was on the phone with Vance that night because he wasn't in town yet. And I was like, Vance, I felt so aggressive. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I was like, actually, can we get this place instead? And Vance like, I guarantee you, my love, not a single person thought you were aggressive. Nobody noticed. Yeah. If anything, they were like, get sure. the pregnant woman what she wants. Right. Yeah, no one cared. Um, but we're really excited to be back. We're really we excited to do this again. We're really excited to, you know, hopefully get our Boda Box sponsorship <laughs> this season. Today we're drinking the Dry Rosé. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We're not sponsored by Boda Box, but it'd be a lot cooler if we were. Yep, hitting my mic with it. And <laughs> listen, I the day we got discharged from the hospital, I text one of my best friends and just said, all the text said, wine is the best. <laughs> She's mm. like, it is. She's yeah. like, you doing okay having a baby? I'm like, now that I can drink again, okay. Also, when we were at the hospital, the lactation consultant was like, she's like, breastfeeding, the letdown of breastfeeding, you won't even want your wine. And I was like, her name was Kitty. 
And I wanted to be like, shut the fuck up, Kitty. You've clearly never met me. Vance was sitting there and just like the look on his face was like he was trying to keep his shit together. And he's like, don't tell my wife. (laughs) She won't want wine. Like, ooh. Breastfeeding. That's so much better than alcohol. Said no one ever. No one. Except Kitty, apparently. Kitty had the personality of someone named Kitty. Mm. That's the the kindest way I can say. I hope she's doing well. Shout out to Kitty. Shout out to Kitty. The lactation specialist. (laughs) She was very informative. Outside of understanding how much I love wine. (laughs) I don't have a problem. Right? Right. Yeah. I'd tell you. You know, you are the substance abuse specialist. (laughs) You would know. I would. I would. Yeah. We're good. We're good. Perfect. If we're not, we'll know. So, all right. Today, our our first episode back, we are going to review My Killer Vacation by Tessa Bailey. Do you just want to hold your wine? Would that be easier than shuffling around your mic? (laughs) Just just commit. I'm just going to. We're in a new setup from where we were uh, last season, and so now we have to be a little more careful with our mics and our wine. But we also get to have my dog. He's like the the smut slut mascot. He is. Look at him. The sweet angel. So, all right. My Killer Vacation by Tessa Bailey. Excellent. Um, I thought it was super fun, and I don't think that was just my hormones after, and the sleep deprivation after mm. having a baby. So... We open with Taylor. <laughs> that found, sounds so underwhelming. <laughs> I feel like, well, I also feel like Taylor isn't a name that's used very commonly. In no, in books. romance? Yeah. No. Yeah. I'm like, it's just a very normal, I have a sister named Taylor. It's just like a very normal mm-hmm. name. Yeah. I feel it's like. It's not romantic. No. <laughs> now I'm trying to think of romance, Simone. Yeah. Like, um. I just read one with an Alex, but it was spelled with an I. That felt silly. I feel like they love doing that. They really do. They really love changing one letter to make the name, like, special. It's not. And you know what? It's not special. If anything, it just means you'll never be able to get your name on a keychain at Disney. Correct. Chelsea and Hannah don't have that problem. We can definitely find keychains. My husband is Vance. No, he won't get one. No. I think they could special make him. Can you get them specially made? Oh, I'm sure you can. Do we care enough? Probably not. Okay, fair. So anyway, Taylor. Wah, wah. Sorry to my sister. (laughs) There's nothing against your name. I love you. But also, Taylor. So she is a type A elementary school teacher um, who is on... A vacation to Cape Cod with her brother, Jude. Um, Okay. We find out, it's actually really funny why she's, like, took her brother on vacation. We'll get there in a second. Um, But she, like, is, like, very thrifty and, like, pinched pennies, like, Mm. for this, like, very nice vacation. And they they get to the rental and they walk in and she's like, what a beautiful place in Cape Cod. Weird smell. Beautiful place. Weird smell. Uh. And so then she's like, all right, we got here. I'm going to go take a bath. And then... Do you ever do that thing in a book where, like, you're reading and you're like, why are we, why is this detail, like, is this an important detail? 
And every now and then I'm like, I bet it is. And it's absolutely not. It's just information that for some reason the author felt I needed, which I absolutely did not. So you will need it. But I was going to say, this feels like it's necessary. (laughs) But no, there are times that you're like, oh, this is the clue where the book is going. And then later you're like, what happened to it? That was five pages of my life. I can't get back. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So there's a weird smell. Noted. And then she goes to take a bath and notices that there's like, two holes in the ceiling that like look like peepholes nope don't like that and she's like "Mm, i feel uncomfy and so she like goes and gets her brother and she's like can you check like is there a camera set up is there someone up there and he's like it's not that big of a space it'd have to be a relatively tiny human (laughs) so it's totally (laughs) fine a child's not spying on you you're good and she's like okay in that case i'm gonna go i'm gonna get some tape to cover the holes just for my own sanity. And so she's like, I'm going to go to the laundry room because that feels like where they'd have utility stuff. So she opens the laundry room door and finds a dead body. (laughs) Hence the smell. Yeah, there you go. That was the smell. (laughs) I've I've never smelled a dead body. Mm. And you know, I I guess it's not, I guess it wouldn't be like a common smell because I feel like it's not like you'd walk in and be like, this is a weird smell. I recognize this one. Right. Unless you're like a homicide detective or a coroner. I can't imagine that that's a smell that you would just automatically know. Do you think coroners start medical school thinking they want to be coroners? I'm sure some do. But maybe not all of them. (laughs) I always think of Scrubs when it was Doug who like (laughs) kept killing his patients. And so he thrived as a coroner because he could figure out everyone's cause of death. Like upstairs they used to call that a Doug. (laughs) See, I'm thinking about when um, Aubrey Plaza in um, Parks and Rec was trying to figure out what she wanted to do with her life and went to the funeral home. And Ben was like, ah. (laughs) So when I was in grad school, I took one of my courses was called Death and Dying. Yes, I took that. Yes. Did you go on a field trip to a funeral home? No. No, I missed out. Oh, yeah. I think mine was called Aging and Death. Um, yeah, so we went on a field trip to a funeral home, and it was so cold when we walked in. We're like, it is cold in here. And our professor leaned over, and she's like, that's to preserve the bodies. <laughs> and then she just walked away. Like, all breathy and quiet for you? She was that, like... So, because I went to seminary, so, like, it was a very conservative group, and she was that just, like, old woman who didn't give a shit and would say anything, and she was, like, talking about her hometown one time, and she's like, yeah, they had a statue, very phallic, and just continued, and I loved her, but there were people who were like, I can't believe she said that, and I'm like, you should have more professors that are just fun like this. Yes. Because you remember them and what they say. Yes. Yes. So much so. Mm-hmm. But yeah, she was like, that's to preserve the bodies, and then just walked away <laughs> like a mic drop. That is absolutely the energy that I want. As I get older, that's what I want. I think you're already on your way. Thank you. Yeah. Aww, that might be the nicest thing you've ever said to me. Surely that's not the nicest <laughs> thing I've ever said to you. I mean, it's the one that I treasure the most. That's a shitty friend. <laughs> Damn. <I know. laughs> What did I, what did I, we were texting recently and I said something, I was like, I am who I am. Like, I feel no judge. You were like, I feel no shame. And you're like, maybe you should. And she was like, damn, Hannah. And I have to tell you, I have to tell you, my anxiety for some reason, like 
after I sent that text, something happened at work and my anxiety like shot up. And for some reason, I fixated on that interaction. (laughs) And I told one of my friends, I was like, what if I really hurt Chelsea's feelings? And she was like, Hannah, you did not. (laughs) Hannah, you did not. She's not mad. And then the next day she was like, you heard from Chelsea, didn't you? And I was like, yeah, she didn't say anything. I think it's okay. (laughs) Bless it. I do think in that moment I was a little sleep deprived after having a baby and I was like, damn. And then I was like, Hannah didn't mean anything by it. And then I moved on with my life. Yeah, I didn't for like 24 hours. <laughs> okay. Anyway, sorry. We, it's going to take a long ass time We're to back. get through this book. And after we record this, I have to feed my baby. So. So we are on more of a time crunch than we were on season one. Kids, man. They'll do it. So what happens yeah. after she finds okay. the body? You know, we should get there. So. The police come and show up, and they're like, oh, the the dead guy was the owner of the house. His name was Oscar. And the police are like, oh, yeah, there was actually, I think his name was Officer Wright. Officer Wright is one of my favorite side characters. He has a big mouth in this book. Um, But he's like, oh, yeah, there was actually a dispute last week because there was a peeping Tom. Those holes were not accidental. And it was, like, a bachelorette party or something staying there. And, what like, the girl who realized that, like, her dad showed up and, like, had a big altercation with the owner of the house. So they're, like, mm. lead suspect. That dude, right? Um, then the owner's sister shows up, Lisa. And Taylor thinks she's, like, kind of fishy because she's, like, really, like, dramatic. But she's mm. not crying at all about all of this. And so she's, like, what are you? Are you actually sad your brother died? Right. Um, Because Taylor listens to a lot of true crime podcasts. So she's like, I can solve this murder. We support that. She's like a second grade teacher who's like, is it, I feel like it's like an audio clip from Elise Myers. That's like. Yes. I was like born with the gene that I think there's nothing I can't do, at least semi-decent. Like that's (laughs) the energy Taylor's giving of like, I can solve this murder. It's making me think of. Uh, that TikTok I saw recently where she was like, this girl had a, a booklet of like, if I go missing or am found murdered. And it was like a list of potential suspects, like all her ex-boyfriends and her, she was like, also my mother, because she recently said, I wish I had never had you. You are a nightmare. <laughs> and she was like a kindergarten teacher. And she's like, also, here's some of my DNA. Here's a picture of me in full makeup looking really pretty for Dateline. Here's one with no makeup for the police so they can actually identify me. Here's my fingerprints. And she's like, flipping through the Holy shit. She's like, if you don't have one, clearly you haven't listened to any true crime podcast. Should we all be making murder binders? That's what I was, I was like, huh. Like, we laugh, but then I'm like, I've heard worse ideas. Okay. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe I'll make one. We'll find out. Um, So Lisa, the owner's sister, is like, we actually, like, there are several Airbnbs on this road that we own. I'm so sorry for the inconvenience of my dead brother. Um, Why don't you stay at one of our- very Chelsea energy. I'm so sorry for the inconvenience. (laughs) It's true. And she's like, why don't you stay at one of the other Airbnbs so you can still have a vacation? Um, And she's like, my boyfriend um, has a friend who's like a a PI who I'm going to see if he can come and help look into this because Mm. she's like, I don't think it was the father of the bachelorette party girl, but the police are probably not going to look into it as diligently. And so Taylor's like, I'm going to solve this and, like, steals the guest book to the Airbnb on the way out the door so she can see everyone who stayed there for suspects. Isn't that obstruction of justice? Like, tampering with evidence? 
Did the police take it? No. Good point. She had to do what she needed to do. Well, and actually, now that I say that, I imagine Airbnb would have the records. It's not like they need the guest book. I do have a whole side tangent about booking through Airbnb, but that's... Neither here nor there. We on a time crunch because (laughs) children. Just the one. Just because child. Yep. Who I love. A lot. But damn, I wish he would nap longer. (laughs) Okay, so... Now we meet Miles. Miles is not actually P.I. Miles is a bounty hunter. Nice. Yes. He's like 34, long hair, hairy, tough, wears steel-toed boots. Like biker energy? Yeah. Mm. Bounty hunter. Yeah. Energy. Yeah. I think I was reading a Kristen Ashley book and someone was a bounty hunter. They said that he looked like whoever that... Is it Dog the Bounty Hunter? No. And absolutely And they were not. like, he was so hot. Like, Dog the Bounty Hunter. I'm like, not not my energy. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. I was like, that's a very specific type of attractive. Mm-hmm. And I love that people can find each other. Mm-hmm. Um, More power to them. Yeah. He was giving hot Bounty Hunter energy. Miles is not Dog the Bounty Hunter energy. Noted. He is the Lisa's boyfriend's friend, like childhood friend, who's doing him a favor and came to investigate. Um, We know he's divorced. He's in his mid-30s. He he shows up to investigate, sees Taylor, insta-lust, just thinks she's like the cutest little thing. Classic. Yes. Calls her half-pint the whole book. (laughs) It's cute. Okay. I promise. (laughs) I thought it was cute. I mean, I, it is kind of I guess of you cute. can read it and come up to your with your own conclusions. I don't need to tell you if it's cute or not. I found it cute while reading. I mean, I think that's one that could go either way, depending on the spirit in which it's said. You yes. know what I mean? Like, that could be very, like, condescending or very sweet. Yeah, it's like the... It's, it's hot if you're into them. It's creepy if you're not. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Um, so Taylor is like... Let me help with this investigation. He, like, completely brushes her off. And she's like, well, you know, I'm the one who found the dead body. So, like, you probably want me around. (laughs) (laughs) I don't mean to brag, but yeah, I am the sleuth who uncovered the dead body. And then she's like, did you notice the peepholes? (laughs) Like, it's, like, really trying to, like, that wasn't a euphemism. (laughs) I know, but it's just gross to think about peepholes in the bathroom. Yeah. It's just gross. Maybe it was the bedroom. I don't know. It doesn't matter. The master suite. Yeah. You know what? That's. <laughs> is, For it, the is it better if you're, if there's a peeping Tom in the bedroom or the bathroom? I, nope. Okay. <laughs> we are going to be here forever. <laughs> so he's like, all right, maybe I should like actually, cause she's like, maybe I have the guest book. I don't know. Let me like, I could be helpful. Mm-hmm. Wink, so wink. He goes over to their new rental and like meets her brother, Jude. Um, and Jude explains that Taylor paid for them to go on this vacation because he lost someone close to him and she wanted to make him feel better. Hannah, this is one of my favorite unnecessary details in the entire book. The, per- the person, who, the, the someone he lost that was close to him. Cause it's not a person. It was a panda. <laughs> Named Bartholomew because he's a panda caretaker. <laughs> panda caretaker. 
Oh, is no. That, I, I didn't know that was a job in the U.S. That's literally what I was just thinking. Like, have I gone astray with my entire life? Should I have been a panda caretaker? The obvious answer is no, because I'm not good at outdoors things. But I don't think it's really that outdoorsy. I would, I would just like to introduce myself as a panda caretaker. Maybe I will anyway. My husband and I have been talking, I know, like, saying spirit animals, like cultural mm. appropriation now. Mm. Um, but just, like, his favorite animal per continent. <laughs> um, the animal he identifies most with per continent. Okay, okay. And so his, like, Asian animal that he identifies with. Absolutely. Is a panda, right? Absolutely panda energy. Antarctica, he's a penguin. Australia, okay. he's a quokka? Is that how you say it? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're so happy and cute. They are. Isn't that Vance? It is. Yes. It is. He absolutely does have panda energy, though. Yes. I'm never going to be able to unthink that. Oh, no. We, like, watched a TikTok of a panda just rolling around recently, and he's like, I fuck with that panda so hard. <laughs> <It's awesome. laughs> so, all right. The next day, Miles goes back to the house to investigate. He, like, goes, like, across the barrier tape. I don't... Crime, crime scene, scene tape? tape? Yep. You knew what I meant. It's I fine. Did. Um, he finds Taylor in the house also investigating. And then when she goes to leave, they notice that there's like a floorboard loose. And so they both go for it at the same time and they find like an envelope in it with a letter that's like a threatening letter. Um, but Miles gets the note and he reads it and he's a lot taller than Taylor and like tries to like wrestle it and like hold it above her head. And they end up wrestling... Of course they do. He grabs it from her. They fall to the floor. Her nip pops out. I'm sorry. What? Yeah. Well, you know, it's it's a beach vacation. Oh, are we in like a bikini top? Or I want to we... just say it was a tank top. I don't know. To be fair, I could go back. It doesn't matter that much. <laughs> Did you just snap your top? You're like, gotta pull it up in case my nip pops out. <laughs> well, that's literally, I was like, because, well, because I have bigger boobs and so generally speaking i'm like locked and loaded at all times and so i can't imagine having just an accidental nip slip outside of my home you know i don't have big boobs <laughs> well now that i'm breastfeeding <laughs> we, everyone's just gonna get to know me really well in season two let's do it yeah um no i went from like a b to a triple d <laughs> no Oh, no. I was not emotionally prepared for that. No. No. Mm -mm. Also, that is that is my dog snoring between us. Yep. Um, Good job, buddy. What I have written, her nip pops out. He circles them with his fingers. <laughs> Both of them popped out or just one? It doesn't matter. Oh, you know, I did put nips, plural. <laughs> Both? <laughs> well, they were wrestling, Hannah. Her nips popped out and he circled them with his finger. <laughs> and then... Doing the hand motions is killing me. <laughs> Just. <laughs> and then right as they're kind of about to make out, they hear like a sound at the door that kind of like ruins the moment, snaps them out of it. Sure. So at the door, the mayor and her assistant are there um, and doing a news report on the dangers of rental properties because that's like the mayor's whole platform is like how like rental properties like short-term rentals are dangerous and like ruining the safe community it's like her like re-election platform mm. so the mayor and her assistant are there like standing outside the door to record about the dangers of rentals hm. you know they're so dangerous super dangerous yes. yeah um miles goes and like talks to like the airbnb 
like the bachelorette party girl's dad um and is like i don't think it was him but he's also like i need to get some distance from taylor and her nips sure Look on your face. Well, Brandon's snoring is like punctuating. It's nice. His snore is really cute. It is super I, cute. I do love that about him. So while Miles is away interviewing the dad, Taylor calls him and is like, I found the murder weapon. <laughs> Suck it. Right? And he's like, Wait, what? And she's like, Yeah, I was at a barbecue on the beach and I found it that like they like the murder weapon was like thrown in the bushes on the beach. And Miles is like, stay exactly where you are. Do not pass go. Do not, <laughs> do not be heroic. You are an elementary school teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Quick reminder. Yes. And so he's like, stay where you are. Don't do anything. I will be right there. So he goes to the beach and he's like very relieved to see that she's safe, to see that she's okay. But she's kind of like, listen, one minute you're telling me to get the fuck out of your face. The next minute you're circling my nips. <laughs> I'm done with the hot and cold. Right. So she walks off and then like, he's like, oh no, no, wait. Come back. Yeah, my bad. I didn't, no, don't do that. Um, and so she's like power walking back to her Airbnb and he's following her and realized like, no, wait. I, <laughs> not I love you, but like. I'm into that. I'd love to bone you. Sure. Um, but starts to tell her why he's emotionally unavailable. We found, we like, he's, like, trying to give her something to, like, get her to stop walking. Okay. And we find out that, like, he, he didn't, like, he feels like he botched a case when he was a police officer back in Boston. Um, where he, like, pursued the wrong suspect. It was someone else. And so he... It, like, fucked with him enough that, like, he quit being a police officer and started being a bounty hunter. Mm. Um, but he's like, that's why I'm emotionally unavailable. And she's like, you have the emotional availability of a banana. <laughs> Which I really love that description. But then his retort was, you're a spring bridezilla waiting to happen. <laughs> that's, like, my new favorite insult. Oh, yeah. He was like, you're a spring wedding bridezilla waiting to happen. And she's like, <gasps> she gasps a lot in shock. An indignation. I love that. Yeah. And then she's like, there's no shame in wanting a family who goes to Disney matching t-shirts. There is, though. Is there shame in that? Or is it just not for you? Ah. Uh, I mean, it's definitely not for me, obviously. But also, maybe it's because I grew up in Orlando. Oh, uh, that's also fair. That's like, yeah. it's it's tainting my definition of shame around Disney. No, that's that's a very that's very insightful. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> um, but then she's like, "I'm not trying to give spring wedding bridezilla energy. I'm trying to give big sex kitten energy." <laughs> and failing. Yeah, and he's like, "Pull your nips out again. See how see if that works." Well, and then there's like this like moment where she's like asks him to teach her what she wants that's like my <laughs> least favorite trope where it's like teach me how like i oof, i don't know why she's like yeah i think she's well, well one of the things she says is that like all of the guys that she's historically dated are like have a marriage mindset and she's like it's all kind of lackluster she's like help me figure out she's like i think this is what i want i don't know he throws her over his shoulder and takes her inside the house. Um, <laughs> that tracks. Right. 
So I don't know why this stood out to me, but so he takes her in the house. He strips her down, takes like the arms off of her bralette. He's never seen a bralette before. So he was a little, he's like, oh, she's even cuter. <laughs> okay. You're like what? Go with me on the logistics of this. Okay. Because he takes the arms off and instead of pulling it over her head, he has her shimmy it down her whole body. And take it off her ankles. Why, though? Also, maybe I just got big hips. Yeah. But I feel like... I feel like that gets really unsexy. Yes. <laughs> really fast. Also, stretching out my bralette. Oh, touche. There's that as well. Yeah. Because I've got... There's this... You know, some of us have things down there. Not things. <laughs> Go on, Hannah. <laughs> Some of us have wider hips or a bigger ass. So what other things? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> You're like, just just the hips and ass. And so oh yeah. So he's like bend over and like take the bralette off from your ankles. I need to stay on my mic. I keep moving to get closer to you because <laughs> I don't know why you felt like I needed to lean in to say that. Um so she bends over to take the bralette off and he keeps her bent over. Pulls her underwear to the side, and he calls her asshole cute. He's like, hey, she has a cute asshole. I, like, was telling my husband, like, my ally, and, like, that I, and he was like, I have questions. He's like, 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 her literal asshole? Or, like, the whole ass. Because yeah. I could see, like, the whole ass being cute, but, like. But I feel like, if I'm remembering correctly, he pulled her underwear to the side. Sure. And thought. She had a cute asshole. I also feel like at some point he says she was, like, tight and ripe where it counts or something, which I hated. I actually like this book, but I was not a fan of that line. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm like, are cute assholes our rating scale? Like, just think, what makes it cute? The pucker? (laughs) (laughs) It's absolutely the pucker. (laughs) no i just i honestly spent a lot of time thinking about that i was like you know maybe it's just this thing we don't kink shame we don't and i do have questions it's just an uh, it's an oddly specific thing to say about an asshole so i don't know he calls her asshole cute he spanks her a couple times and then has her give him a blowjob but then like Literally, the quote that I had was, like, lick what you did, suck what you did. Like, look what you did to me. Kind of energy. Not kind of energy. He literally said, lick what you did, suck what you did. Okay. (laughs) You're like... (laughs) Like, I just... Sometimes... I, I mean, and I understand, obviously, this is all, like, fiction and whatever. But I'm like... We may be giving people a false expectation of what to expect from a first hookup because, Jesus Christ, like... Well, what was that book we reviewed last season where, like, I swear Homegirl had, like, six orgasms the first time they had sex. Yeah. And you're like, no. 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 It just, do- it, it just doesn't do that. Yeah. Mm-mm. Like, Mm-mm. <laughs> you're like, college lily. Yes. college really thought those were orgasms uh yeah but i'm like okay fine so maybe i feel like if someone said that to me during a first hookup it 
would lead the moment off course. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. So he tells her to get on the bed, but then as they go into the bedroom, a the, the glass shatters in the bedroom and a buoy flies through the window. And then mm. um, Taylor's like, even the vandalism is nautical themed. <laughs> and he's like, <laughs> he's like, why is she making jokes at a time like this? Because she's cute. Yeah, because she's cute. We, uh, like, I really do. The sex gets a little weird at some parts, but, yeah. like, I feel like that's a lot of these books. <laughs> but then he, like, realizes, like, I think there's, like, a threat written, like, on the buoy. And he's like, oh, she's actually in danger. I am distracted. I can't fuck this up. I need to distance myself mm-hmm. from her. Um, the next day, there's, I have some details. They're not important. Miles slept on the porch that night to, like, make Protect sure she her. was safe. Yes. Mm. And then over breakfast, um, she's, like, talking to her brother. And then Miles, like, is in the doorway. And he's like, don't go anywhere without me today. And she's like, well, we're going snorkeling. <laughs> she's like, I got a group on to go snorkeling. So you can come with us. But that's what we're doing. And then her brother's like, can I invite the dudes from the barbecue from on the beach from the night before? She's like, sure. If they want to go snorkeling, why not? And then he, like, Miles is like, I have to go meet the police, like, to, like, talk about this case. And she's like, okay. Have fun. Don't fuck up my snorkel vibes. Right. <laughs> very much what she's like. So Miles leaves, and then she's like, let's leave for snorkeling early before he gets back. <laughs> Miles shows up at the snorkeling place after they left him. And then Taylor's like, how did you know where we were? And he goes, I looked for the snorkeling Groupon with the stupidest name and figured you would go snorkeling at a place called Something is Fishy. No! (laughs) I would too. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just saying, if you have several snorkeling options and one has a really great punny name. Yep, that's the one. Love a good pun. Hmm. So, I know. I know a lot of people don't like puns. The look on your face is. No, I was trying to think of um, last season. We reviewed what was it? Birthday girl, and the guy was named after a fish. And then wasn't there a um, a strip strip joint that had a name that was similar to something to do with fish? It doesn't matter. I shit was her name Taylor as well oh my god it might have been I don't remember his name it was Pike I remember that because he was a fish and I got really stuck on it and I think the the strip joint was named the hook I think you have a great memory did you actually read it because I thought I, I reviewed not. that book you reviewed <laughs> but I will always remember like a punny ridiculous moment and that felt it to me also, I'm a failed Floridian because I could not have told you that a pike was a fish. We had to Google it on the episode. I remember. I don't I remember like, that. How much wine had I had? I don't know. But I was like, isn't a pike a fish? And we had to Google it. Well, Vance Googled it. He really keeps us in check. He really does. And he's not here now. I know. Because our baby likes to scream. Mm-hmm. And we love our baby. And... My doctor was like, make sure you don't pick your baby up as soon as he starts crying. Because when you let your baby cry, it helps their lung development, which helps build their immunity against future respiratory illnesses. What? So I was saying that, and then we were over at my parents, and then my baby started crying. My mom picked him up, and I was like, are you the reason I have a garbage immune system? (laughs) 
She's like, maybe. <laughs> and I was like, you're the reason my baby's going to have a bad immune system. Put him down. She goes, he can build his immune system on your time. <laughs> Thanks, mom. I was like, whatever. I guess that's what grandparents do. Um, so anyway, they are at Something is Fishy. The dudes from the barbecue place are there. One of the guys is like clearly into Taylor a little bit. And they all have to, like, have a buddy in the water. So he starts to, like, ask her to be his partner. And then Miles is standing, like, behind her and is like, fuck off. Like, w- like mouthing it over his head <laughs> or over her head. So the dude's, like, had been like, hey, Taylor. And then Miles, like, was like, fuck off. And the dude's <laughs> like, I'm going to partner with this dude, but I'll catch you on the flippity flop. Nope. <laughs> and so Taylor and ends up partnering with Miles. And they have this whole banter. They, like, go into this side cave situation. And, but he's also like, this can't be a thing. This can't go further. She's like, well, then don't run off my prospects. He's like, did you really want Mr. Flippity Flop? <laughs> and she's like, no, but that's not the point. It's my choice. It's the principle of the matter. Yes, it's the principle of the thing. We also find out that, like, um, Miles isn't close with his brother anymore. Because he's talking about how, like, Jude and Taylor are close. And his brother was also a police officer or something in Boston. And they were going to open a PI business together before Miles, like, lost his shit after this case went awry and became mm-hmm. a bounty hunter. Um, okay, this next part. I just had a lot of questions about the logistics. I feel like we always come back to the logistics of the sex scenes. Yeah. They're in a cave at a place called Something is Fishy. And I feel like that's important because he picks her up. Her legs are wrapped around his around his waist. He takes off her rash guard. She's luckily wearing a swim like a bikini top underneath. Sure. I don't know. I feel like a lot of people like a lot of rash guards have like a built-in yeah. thing. So I'm like, I remember the first time I read it. I think I missed that she was wearing a top underneath. So I'm like, he just she's just topless in a cave at a place called Something's Fishy. No, <laughs> she has like a little bikini top on. Right. And then they're, like, making out, and she's rubbing all up on him, and then he manages to put a condom on inside his pants, like, inside his shorts, while she's on, like, he's holding her around his waist. Mm. Exactly. Does he have, like, extra hands? Like, I I don't (laughs) know, Hannah, this isn't one of your books. (laughs) I was about to say. There's no moth <laughs> situation. There's no scorpion. <laughs> There's a human number of hands in this scene. But I'm also like, okay, even if you're like 6'3", you're 250 pounds made of muscle. She's 5'2". Right. 100 pounds soaking wet. I don't know how much she weighs. I'm making shit up here. Even at that, to hold a 100-pound woman around your waist... While you undo your pants and slide a condom on. Well, and it's like, did she, like, take her weight? Like, did she, like, tighten her legs and, like, maybe put her arms around his neck and, like, hold herself up? That's the only way yeah. I could see. If he wasn't he carrying need, all of her weight. Right. He would need both hands to do that. I'm really sorry that I just did that motion. Both hands. <laughs> both. Sorry. Both hands. Um, Whatever. I just was like, I was like. What? This? Yeah. I feel like even if she's not holding, if even if she's holding part of her weight, he still needs both hands. Yeah, he does. Because they're also, I think, in, like, 
knee-deep water. Yeah. That would, again, make it more challenging, I feel. Or maybe it wouldn't make it more challenging. I don't know. It would be the same. Like, well, in my head, I'm like, if you are fully immersed in the water, the buoyancy would help. But I don't feel like they were. Hmm. Maybe he crossfits. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. If anybody out there crossfits or has a partner who does, can you please let us know if this maneuver is possible? Well, considering my husband and I used to crossfit, (laughs) I will also say we don't have that that large of a weight difference or height difference. You are really tall. Compared to me. Well, yeah, a lot of people are tall in comparison to you. Thank you. Because I'm 5'7", and my husband is 6 foot. Like... I don't know how much more than me he weighs. He weighs a decent amount more than me, and he's a very strong human. But even at that, the logistics. Exactly. He needs both hands to hold me up. Mm-hmm. For uh, safety. Maybe Miles just didn't care about her safety and was like, if she falls, she falls, but this condom's getting on. She'll <laughs> fall in the water. It's right. fine. She'll it's fine. still a mood. Well, anyways, nothing ends up happening. He manages to get the condom on, and then some screaming starts, and Jude got stung by a jellyfish. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Because I hear someone screaming. He goes, I thought it was my dick screaming. Because <laughs> there's, like, this whole book, I'm, like, not, I don't think I've, like, really described it super well. Like, every scene that, like, it, where it gets cut short, it feels like edging. This whole book feels like edging. <laughs> One long edge. Yes. It's, yeah. like... They circled the nips and, like, things were heat. And then it ended. Like, the buoy got thrown through the window. Like, the jellyfish thing. Like, everything is like, ooh, like, it's it's about to happen. And then it doesn't. And so when he's like, I thought it was my dick screaming. It was not. <laughs> I'm like. Aw, poor Jude. You got to stop hitting that mic. I know. I'm sorry. Lols. Um, I just did it again. <laughs> you really did. So... Miles is very sweet and, like, carries her brother back to the car because well, it was funny because they're like, he got stung by jellyfish. And then one of the other dudes is like, I already peed on him. Don't worry. I was going to ask about that and then I decided not to ask about if anybody peed on it. Are there if, other ways? I don't know if that's a real thing. I remember I got stung by a jellyfish once and my uncle just put ocean water on it. He said that that was better. And less traumatic than your... For all of us. Yeah, than your uncle being like, I got you, girl. And it was on my hand, too. Like, that would have been so oh. much worse. Like, I wouldn't have eaten for days if somebody you're, peed on my hand. Yeah, you're like, I can't clean my hands enough. I think I was, like, six. I never would have eaten for, like, multiple days. I feel like you wouldn't have gone back to the beach for a long time. Also accurate. But as it stood, I went back to the beach the next day. Did I tell you the story about being out on a lake with my family, like tarpon? Mm-mm. And we were on a pontoon boat, and it was like my dad had taken like me and my sister out and all of our like little friends. We were probably like elementary, middle school age. And my dad was like, just like fall back into the tube in the water. And so I go to fall back into the tube. A gentle breeze comes. The tube moves to the side. I just fall in the lake. I can swim. <laughs> it's fine. Until my father goes, Chelsea, look out, there's an alligator behind you. And he goes, and as soon as I said it, I knew it was the wrong joke to make. (laughs) Because little, like, child Chelsea, just, like, he's like, I saw your face. And, like, I just, like, I completely froze. I didn't know what to do. I thought I was about to die 
by alligator. And he's like, yeah, you just like the panic and the tears and the sobbing. He's like, that was not my best parenting (laughs) moment. Oh, poor baby Chelsea. And then the next time they convinced me to go tubing, there were, we were in the Gulf of Mexico and there were two tubes going off the back of the boat. Right. And whatever the little like, however you like anchor the boat, like whatever those, I'm forgetting what they're called. But like that's, the more thing? Yeah, like, that's yeah. what, like, the ropes were off of. So we were going different directions. Well, the other kid who was in the other tube, his snapped off the boat, and his tube comes swinging over my tube, pushes me underwater in the ocean. And then I was also like, this is it. Tubing is what <laughs> does me in. And then I finally, like, as an adult, I was like, We can get over this. I was going to say, have you tubed since? Yes. I'll show you a picture of this bruise that I got because the tubing was not the problem this time. Um, My parents now live on a lake in Tennessee. And so we were tubing on Watauga Lake and my dad was on a jet ski and it was him, my friend, and then her husband. And then I had been in the tube. I switched places with her husband and the way her husband had been sitting, he'd been sitting he was the backseat of the jet ski facing out to see me. So when I fell out of the tube, because we were like going pretty fast and they were wh- whipping around that, he'd be able to be like, hey, she fell out. Let's stop. Right. So I was like, I'll do the same thing. I will face backwards for him. Um, so my dad was like, just let you know, there's a lot of kickback on the jet ski because of the weight. So to get it to start, it's going to like rear up. I was like, I got this. You didn't. I did not got this. <laughs> you did not. <laughs> So, well, and also I'm, like, holding the back rail, and instead of, like, holding it with my hands over, so I'm, like, locking my elbows out, I had my hands, like, under, so, like, my, like, Uh, so it was almost like a curling motion. I was going to say, that's a way to, like, break your wrist or flip over the top. That one. Yeah. Yeah. So (laughs) as soon as the kickback happened, the rope to the tube goes Taut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, is taut the word I'm going for? It is. Um, it goes taut. I somersault over myself, over my hands, catch my arm and my neck <gasps> oh, on the, the rope. Oh. And I have my rook pierced with like a little, right. and like the little ball on it. The ball came off. It didn't like rip the piercing out. Oh, but well, like, that's good. It like <laughs> rubbed the little ball so much that it popped out of my ear. I had to go to a, like, piercing shop and be like, I just need the ball. I don't need it re-pierced. What a fun conversation. They, they're like, we've never had this request before. I was like, neither have I. <laughs> it's a first for all of us. Um, that bruise covered my entire, like, bicep. Yeah. To the point that, like, I had to go lead a camp the next week, and all of my students were like, oh, did you get a tattoo? Then every day, it turned a different color. Like, it was. But I like tubing more now. Well, that's good. I'm glad. I honestly wanted to go tubing last summer, and no one will let me because I was pregnant. Oh. This summer, we'll make it happen. Yeah. My tubing experience will be redeemed. Yes. Yes. We can always go to Helen and do a gentle tube down the Chattahoochee if that's what we need to do. Oh, we can shoot the hooch. We can. Might be a little harder with a baby. 
Well, Vance can keep the baby. You and I will go and just drink. On our the birthdays river. are a day apart. We can go shoot the hoot right. for our birthday. We can just go drink on the river. It'll be fine. Oh, that sounds lovely. Um, okay, so anyway, they they also had a water experience that ended poorly because of a jellyfish. <laughs> um, but then, like Taylor had run back to the car to like open the door for Jude. And Miles was like, oh, no, like, she's not wearing shoes, like, and it's hot asphalt. So then she's, like, hopping from foot to foot. So he's like, stand on my feet, like, after he puts Jude in the car and, like, walks her around to her car. And he's like, could I have picked her up? Yes. I liked this better. So I didn't. <laughs> Fair like, enough. It's a sweet energy, yeah. even though he's, like, fighting it the whole time. And then she's like, I'm making tacos for dinner. Do you want to join us? And he's like, I can't. And he's like, like... No, I need to put the space there. Yeah, so it's this whole, like, push-pull. Um, and it seems like she knows that, and she's kind of annoyed by it. Yeah, she's like, so which is it? It's fine, but, like... Are we tell, in or are we out? Are, yeah, are we in or are we out? So she's making the tacos for dinner, and um, there's a knock on the door, and it's Lisa, the dead dude's sister, who's coming over to be like, hey, want to let you know um, they're going to fix the window tomorrow. And she's like, oh, awesome. So she invites her to stay for dinner, and then Miles is, like, suspicious of Lisa. So he's kind of, like, standing in the doorway, and he's like, did she kill her brother for the properties? Who, who can say? So he invites himself to dinner. He's like, yeah, I'll stay for dinner. And Taylor's like, I thought you didn't want to. He's like, I changed my mind. I want tacos. But then it's cute because, like, he's, like, getting things off the top shelf for her because she's too short, Aww. and she's seasoning the meat, and he, like, tips her elbow up for, like, more seasoning. <laughs> and he's like, you're going to burn the meat half pint. And she's like, oh, okay. It's, it really is super cute. Yeah. Um, but then like when the night ends and he goes to leave, she's like, this whole book has been edging. I need to get off. Yeah. I'm going to go to the sex shop in town and buy a vibrator. (laughs) Good for her. And so her brother's like, where are you going? And she's like, going to town. Do you want to come with me? He's like, yeah. She's like, I'm going to buy a vibrator. He's like, good for, he's like, good for you. I'll go to the bar next door. (laughs) Aw, right? I, I like that sibling energy. I really energy. like Jude. Yeah, yeah. It's, they have a great sibling energy. So, Miles had been like, she said she was going to stay put too easy. I don't believe her. So, he follows her into town and sees her going to the sex shop. And then he's like, I did this. I caused that much sexual tension and all of that sexual frustration. So, is it like, the power? Like, is that what he's, or is it like, oh, I left her like that? I think it's, I would say it's somewhere between the two. A little bit of both. Like a little bit of like, I did that. And, oh, I did that. (laughs) (laughs) So she like, he sees her come out of the sex shop and like walks up to her while she's approaching her car. And she's like, shit. And he's like, I got you that way. I'm the one who is responsible for taking care of it kind of energy. Another logistics situation. And mind you, maybe I'm just not huge on, like, public sex and voyeurism. Sure. Yeah. No shame if that's what you're into. But a cave at a place called Something is Fishy, where everyone is snorkeling around you. No thank you. Mm-mm. Also, because that sounds hotter in theory. Mm-hmm. It, yes. In practice. Generally speaking, most, like, public sex or sex in weird places or or unusual places is hotter in theory like yes yeah i want to ask you 
the weirdest place you've ever had sex, but I might wait until we aren't on video. Yeah. A yoga shop I was teaching at. Church parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) Am I red? I feel like I'm Just a smidge. Not... Not that red. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of follow-up questions. Those I will wait I'll to ask. I'll tell you later. Yeah. Um, so, in the parking lot, he's like... Of a sex shop, not uh, a church. Of a sex shop, not a church. In this book, he's like, I'm responsible for this. Let me help. And then he's like, what'd you purchase? And she's like, it's called a G-spot thumper. I don't want to be thumped there. <laughs> I don't want to be thumped. <laughs> so oh no like this whole like he like pulls her skirt up in this public parking lot in town while her brother's next door at the bar well her brother's next door at the bar she's like i Mm want to pretend it's you so he literally like puts the sex toy against his junk i don't know why i'm doing hand (laughs) motions but i am (laughs) puts the sex toy like against his junk and like uses it like it's him in a public parking lot and I'm like, it doesn't make it, is that better or worse than just having sex in a public parking lot? Worse, I feel like. Leaning against her car. They're not, like, in the car. Just leaning against it. Mm. But she does finally get to orgasm, and we love that for her. Yes, good for her. But damn. I'm like, <laughs> I think it, yeah, I think it's worse. Yeah, I think it's worse. <laughs> Once again, the logistics. I just, I can't. So, but then, like, the door to the bar next door slams super loud, and there's a crashing sound, and then he's like, shit, I wasn't paying attention. I'm not being vigilant. Something could happen. And, like, once again, it's like, I can't do this. Right. Yes. And there's a real struggle there. Um, the next morning, Taylor and Jude are on the beach. She's, like, telling him, like, about this push and pull, and she's like, I think we've broken up three times, and we weren't even together. And, like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what's happening. Um... But she's, like, saying all these, like, nice things about him and, like, what he makes her feel. And then he was walking up and, like, overheard all of it. Mm -hmm. So she's a little embarrassed. But she's, like, but it's all true. Right. She kind of has this, like, ridiculous, like, I wouldn't say it's, like, manic pixie dream girl, but this, like, quirky energy. But, like, it's really endearing. She's, like, no, I'm not going to apologize. It's all true what I said. Like, why would that make you feel weird? So he tells her that he's going to go in town because the police department finally got the ballistics report on the gun that she had found on the beach. So they were going to share it with him. So he's like, I'm going to go into town. She's like, oh, I'd really love to pick up a book to read while I'm on vacation. Can I go with you? I want to go to the library. And he's like, sure. Like. A little suspicious. A little little suspicious. Not a little. Don't be suspicious. Don't Don't be be suspicious. suspicious. Yeah. Um, So they go into town and then. He goes to the police department. Well, when they get into town, I forgot this. There's a rally happening for the mayor, mm. who's like her whole reelection platform. Like the whole town is out, and like, <laughs> sorry, I feel like the word rally in the last three or four years has like the connotation has changed. So I'm like, mm. oh no, racists or like. <laughs> Oh, no, looting is upon us. (laughs) Right. So you said rally, and I was like, oh, no, danger. 
Uh, is Cape Cod that kind of town, though? Probably not. Oh, or maybe. I don't know. I've never been. I've never been. But I'm just imagining a lot of white people. So it could go either way. It is way. a beach in Connecticut. Yeah, it could go either way. Is it a beach in Connecticut? I think so. Somewhere in... In the north. We, yeah. But we grew up in Florida. We had plenty of beaches. We did. So we never needed to go to Cape Cod. We didn't. It could be a lovely beach. Mm. I love that for people who don't want to travel all the way to Florida. Which is fair. Sometimes I forget that there's a coastline that goes the whole way. That sounds... All the way up. All the... But like, you know what I mean? Where yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Well, also, because I grew up west coast in Florida. I grew up on the Gulf. Mm-hmm. So, I did not grow up on the Atlantic side. Right. I also just had to pause to make sure I was saying the correct ocean. <laughs> you did. I did, I'm yeah. I'm really proud. I did say the right ocean. Look at me go. <laughs> um, so, the mayor is having this, like, rally, and everyone's like, you said you were going to get rid of the Airbnbs a long time ago, and, like, you haven't done shit about it. You know, kind of like how most town hall meetings go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And when they get off of um, Miles' motorcycle, the assistant is, like, looking at Taylor. And, like, Miles, like, grabs her hand and, like, kisses it. And, like, the like assistant, like, looks away. But Miles is also like, that white bread man is the sort of person she actually ends up with. Like, she doesn't end Aww, up with me. She ends yeah. up with, like, someone like that nasally little assistant wearing glasses. And but I thought yeah like totally is like being possessive around right. everyone. Um, they end up parting ways. He goes to the police department and she goes to the library. But she's also like, what Miles doesn't know is that the library is attached to the county clerk's office, and I want to look at the property records for all of the Airbnbs that Oscar owned because I'm still investigating this bitch. <laughs> I love that. Right. So she goes and she gets all of the property records. And then takes him over to the library to sit down and, like, read all of the copies and realizes that, like, because Oscar was, like, a retired postman or something. And she was like, how would he own several rentals in Cape Cod? Like, Mm -hmm. that would would be out of his budget, essentially. Unless there was, like, family money or something. So when she looks it up, there was a co-owner that's Evergreen Corporation. So she's like, oh, we need to, like, look into this. And right as she's thinking that... Someone comes up and hits her over the head with a book, and she passes out. Uh-oh. Right? That's not good. Y- yeah. <laughs> Assault is never good, Hannah. Correct. <laughs> That's not good. <laughs> Am I helping? Yep. You are. Happy to be here. <laughs> yes. Um, so she comes to. Miles is, like, standing over her, losing his shit. And he's like freaking out that she's not okay there's like blood on her head the paramedics show up officer Wright shows up but he's like watching the two of them together and officer Wright is like so i have some questions to ask you is this a thing are you if this seems like a thing (laughs) that would be me and taylor's like it's not a thing and miles like well like what do you mean it's not a thing and she's like it's it's not a thing like the word like the words haven't been said he's like what what words like you're clearly not into it bro like every like this approach avoid situation is not yes. what i'm into well then she was like i don't know like when i was in high school my boyfriend asked me to be his girlfriend like i just thought like there are words like that maybe you hit me over the head who knows <laughs> like we just keep running into each other in public places and almost having sex does that count like buy a girl dinner jesus yeah. miles is like well what do you call holding hands she's like not commitment like, <laughs> I don't, 
not commitment. She's like, this isn't a thing. Like I, like, and she's like, why are you getting upset? Like you're the one who keeps saying it's not a thing. I'm affirming that. And suddenly he's like, no. So he calls an Uber back to the house because he's like, you have a head injury. I'm not going to put you on my motorcycle, which we love the thoughtfulness of that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and when they get back to the house, she's like, I just need to feel something. It's very much one of those tropes. Like the, I just need you now. I need to be I comforted. I just need to feel safe. Yeah. Yeah. One of those. Uh, I I prefer, like, I know that that's the trope and that's what people tend to, like, associate. I prefer to think of that as, like, an adrenaline come down moment of, like, my adrenaline is all over the place. It doesn't have anywhere to go. Let's bang to get the energy out. Like, I know that's well, not always the energy, but. But, you know, I think that is what they're doing. They just use different words. Yes. Yeah. I think them feeling safe is like, I need to come down from this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're looking at, how do I get rid of this excess energy? What, the same thing. Different. Different words. Conceptualization. But I'd yeah. say it's the same. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm still stuck on the fact that you boned in a church parking lot. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you want to hear something? Like, Always. So I don't even is, know what where we're going. This but is yes. like the very end of that story. So no details about who this person was or when it was or anything. But um, he dropped me off at home after. And um, <laughs> I like that the box is coming on camera. There was a flyer, like, tucked into my door for the VBS at that church. Stop. (laughs) That was a lot to process when that occurred. In my head, I'm just imagining it was called, like, Jungle Kingdom and had, like, little (laughs) animals on it. I honestly don't remember. I wish that I did now, but... I think that I like blocked it out. Like I found it and was like, nope. Like, have we talked about that? Like every night when I went to bed in like elementary school or like early elementary school, my parents would put on this like recording and it was called Jungle Jams. And it was this like, it wasn't Veggie Tales. <laughs> it wasn't that far from Veggie, but it was like all of these jungle animals that like all of the lessons like taught you good morals and honesty. And I think it was called like, coconutting or something it was a whole (laughs) i heard it that's having sex on the beach i heard it it was a whole thing about like addiction but it was like i feel like it was like the monkey or someone like liked when the coconuts fell from the tree and hit him in the head but then it caused hiccups that were incurable but it was an addictive thing that he couldn't stop it was like a whole <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I started this and then I'm like, oh. But I also low key feel like Jungle Jam slapped. <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, I still feel that way about Veggie Tales. I watched an interview where the creator of Veggie Tales said that they only did Old Testament because his mom said that it was sacrilegious to show Jesus as a vegetable. Oh, I love that. But I'm like, but you you can show David as a vegetable? Yeah, because David wasn't God. 
But, all right, gives more questions because my parents still have it, and it still makes me laugh every year, a VeggieTales nativity scene that they take out every Christmas. And Laura the Carrot is the angel that when you press it, it's Laura the Carrot singing A Little Town of Bethlehem, and I'm pretty sure the girl's voice fucking cracked. And she's like, A Little Town of Bethlehem. And you're like, what is happening? What kind of vegetable is the baby Jesus? I want to say an asparagus. That feels right. It does. I could be wrong, but it <laughs> feels right. And that's what counts here. Okay. So <clears throat> they bone. Sure. Yeah. He, she wants to feel safe. As she, you do. Yeah. Yep. They bone. Um, at one point, he slaps her in the vag. Hmm. I, I always feel like that's weird. But then he goes, oh, you, he goes, you like that when I spank you in the front. Nope. I don't. <laughs> Nope. I don't like reading about front spanks. <laughs> oh my god. Front spanks is just not something that I can wrap my mind around at this point. Although I've read several times of like, they call it like a pussy slap or something. They don't call it a front spank. <laughs> Bert Kreischer stand up. I think he talks about being a few drinks in and seeing it on a porn where they like slapped the pussy or something. Yeah. And so he goes, so I decided to do it in bed. And he's like, slap that pussy, son. But it was like a power slap. He's like, it didn't land how I thought it would. <laughs> like you missing your hand when you clapped Yeah, to start when this. I clapped to start this episode and I missed my hand like that. But I don't know, being like, do you like that when I spank you in the front? <laughs> nope. You made so much eye contact when you said that. Just You're welcome. Yeah. Oh. I feel like there's only one way to say that, and it's with a lot of eye contact. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you're right. But again, that's something that feels like we would need a lot of discussion around consent before that happens. I will say the whole, like, like, throughout this book, it's like, I want you to, like, teach me things because everyone's always so safe with me because I teach all – I – not teach. Ooh, no. She's an elementary school <laughs> teacher. Ooh. She's like, I date all of these, like, boring white bread men. Mm -hmm. And so I think I, like, am into rougher sex, but I've just never had someone who's been able to, like, right. meet me on that level. So I guess there was some conversation about it. I'll give them credit for that. Mm. Whatever. They have mind-blowing sex. Lots of orgasms. I don't know. The, the, part, the part that stood out to me is that afterwards she's like, well, thank you. <laughs> she's like, thank you for helping me confirm that this is what I like, and I'll now know what to ask for in the future. <laughs> I'm sure he loves that. She's like, thanks for not treating me like the head of the bake sale committee. <laughs> Aw. Yeah, and he's like, what the fuck? Like... My mom, this was the most earth-shattering sex I've ever had. And she's like, and now I will know for the future. Good looking out, bud. Yeah, thanks so much. This felt, this feels like a, like a ass-pat situation. Like, way to go, team. Like, yeah. But, like, he's sitting there and he's like, my world will never be the same. And she's like, I really appreciate you confirming some hypotheses that I had. <laughs> you know, like, that's <laughs> right. And so she's just like super cool and chill about it. And he's like, I like, he's like, I, he's like, she's the first one I've met who's like not playing head games that I wish you were playing head games. Cause like, what? No, like, no, 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 don't do that. He's like, my world will never be the same. And she's like, 
I know what to ask for now. Hmm. Appreciate you. <laughs> Good looking out, buddy. Yeah. Um, there's some other details. They're not important. They go for ice cream, which he likes cookie dough. She likes butterscotch. It's a whole thing. They get caught in the rain, and so they go and get out of this, like, thunderstorm in, like, a Catholic church vestibule. Whatever. They fuck in the vestibule. I was going to say, do they bang in the vestibule? Yeah. Good for them. For so long that nuns come in later, and they're like, what are you doing here? They're like, oh, we were waiting out the rain. They're like, it stopped raining a while ago. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, we totally knew that. Um, Just making sure it didn't start again. Yeah. They, um, sorry, I hear my baby crying. My husband has them. It's safe. He's fine. Both of them are fine. I feel a lot of, like, mom pressure. Like, whenever I hear my baby cry, I'm like, oh, no. And I'm like, my husband's like, you you know I'm his dad, right? Like, <laughs> You know that I am capable of caring for him. It, I'm like, I do know that. And I still feel this, like, mom guilt and, like, mom yeah. pressure that I'm, like, supposed to do something. And then I also, going back to the fact that I hate inconveniencing people, I'm like, like when I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry, my baby's crying. I'm like, that's what fucking babies do, man. That is what babies do. They cry. Mm-hmm. No one thinks that's a direct reflection of me. Nope. But I'm like, oh, I'm so sorry. To, like, we talked about flying um, for this trip we're taking, and I was like, like, the thought of being that parent on the plane whose child is crying the whole time fills me with a special kind of anxiety. Yeah. Where I'm like, I... I would totally be that parent who would, like, make the apology candy bags with earplugs for everyone on the flight and be like, we're just trying our best out here. (laughs) Even though I know, like, it sucks when a baby cries on a plane, but no one is objectively mad at you for it. They know it's not you. Right. You know? But I'm like, I'm like, ugh. That's just, okay. That's a whole tangent. So, (laughs) they fuck in the church vestibule. Sure. Um, And... I feel like at this point, she, like, whispers in his ear something like, I could love you, I could fall in love with you so easily or something. And it's like, Mm. yeah, it's like. Giving him the moment he's been waiting for to be like, ha-ha. Yes. So there is something. But he doesn't take it. Of course he doesn't. So as they are leaving the church vestibule, Officer Wright calls. um, And Evergreen Corporation, plot twist, owned by the mayor. (gasps) Sorry, that actually is a plot twist in the book and, like, a, a spoiler. No, but, I mean, it actually is, like... Yes. Okay, so this mayor who's been talking about shutting down the Airbnbs owns them. Yes, exactly. Um, I mean, all the from here on out, it's all spoilers, so, like, sorry. <laughs> I, would, I would just stop listening if you don't want to be spoiled. spoiled. <laughs> <laughs> I started it and then committed... Whatever. Um... Yeah, so the mayor is the one who owns it, and then they're like, oh, well, wouldn't that be a motive for murder if that's her whole platform? And then, like, Oscar could have, like, come out and been like, no, she owns all of these. So they're like, shit. Now, Lisa owns all of them. So, apparently my dog is done with this podcast (laughs) episode. Bye, Brandon. He just left. So they're like, shit, Lisa probably isn't safe. Because mm. she now owns all of these properties. Right. So, so she also knows. Exactly. So, like, Miles calls Lisa to, like, try and talk to her about it. And she picks up and, he, like, he hears her scream and there's, like, a loud crash. Mm. And so he calls the police and he and Taylor hop in the car to, like, go over so that he can, like, make sure everything's safe. 
And he tells Taylor, he's like, drive to the end of the block. Um, wait there. So she's like, I drove to the end of the block. He didn't say I had to stay there. Coming back. <laughs> Which he's like super pissed about. So she's like, I follow directions, technically. Yes. <laughs> she's like, now probably isn't a good time to get into semantics, but here we are. Um, oh, hey, Brandon, are you back? Hey, buddy. Hey, bud. You can pop back, back up. up. There, there you go. go. Um, <laughs> so she's driving back as the mayor like runs out of the house and hops in her car and Taylor whips her car around like a stun driver and like blocks the road so that the mayor nice. can't go anywhere. And then like the police sirens, like you hear them, they're on their way. And the mayor kind of like loses steam and realizes like I'm caught. I'm caught. Miles is pissed at Taylor for like putting herself in danger and is like says a lot of mean things. Uh. Like kind of about like of course it like it leads into that like of course this would never what would you do? Like come on the road with me and we'd solve crimes together and have a cool secret handshake. And she's like mm. just she's like, don't let me into all of the shit that's happened to you. Just right. because you had all of this doesn't mean that you can, like, put all of that on me. And you aren't letting yourself experience happiness because of this. And, like, I'm out. I can't do this. Like, Yeah. I'm not here to fix you. Fix your shit yeah. on your own. She's like, you can't keep me in a cage to keep me safe. Like, she's like, because, okay, let's say it wasn't this. At some point in the future, I'd get a flat tire on the side of the road at night and, like, be by myself. Or she's like, at some point, Jude and I will go bungee jumping. And... <laughs> like she i remember in the book she's like the look on miles face was really funny when i said bungee jumping but it wasn't the time (laughs) that kind of energy and so she's just like calls it and she walks away so miles is back like everything is settled the mayor was arrested miles is back in his motel room and is like i'm gonna call my brother that like i'm essentially strange from at this point he's like because i really fucked up with taylor I realized, like, how much I like her, how much I want this to be a thing, how much she means to me. And I've, like, I don't know what to do. So I'm going to call my brother for advice. Um, which is sweet. It is sweet. And But his brother's also, like, why are you calling me? Yeah. Yeah. And he's, like, was this a butt dial? And he's, like, no. Like, <laughs> he's, like, well, you haven't called in years. So, like, what do you want? And he's, like, fine, I'll hang up. His brother's, like, no, 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 no. Don't hang up. I'm sorry. Um, so everyone has this approach of void. <laughs> Well, in their family. But I also get where, like, if your brother fell off the face of the earth several yeah. years ago and then calls you out of the blue, like, cautiously optimistic that it was intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, his brother's also gay. And so he's like, I need advice on a woman. And he's like. He goes, From me? He goes, did you forget that I'm married to a fellow ball scratcher? <laughs> Aw. And is. So he's, like, telling his brother about how great Taylor is and all this stuff. And his brother's like, well, do you want to keep traveling around as a bounty hunter like some damaged desperado? Or (laughs) do you want to be happy? And he's like, damaged desperado. Feels like you didn't just come up with that. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, it's what mom calls you. (laughs) And Miles is like, ouch. That's That one hurt. (laughs) And he's like, also accurate. So as he's kind of like do you want to be happy, like, or do you want to stay on the road? Like, it is, you need to, like, make this decision. Miles, like, lays back on the bed and is, like, just staring up at the ceiling and sees a crack in the ceiling, and it reminds him of the peepholes from the beginning of the book. And then he realizes, he's like, the mayor would be too tall for the crawl space with the peepholes. She wasn't working alone. What? 
And he's like, it was the assistant. I was going to say, yeah. it's the tiny assistant. It's the, it's the tiny assistant. And then he realizes, he's like, shit, Taylor's not actually safe because mm. the tiny assistant is still out there. And so then we cut to Taylor. And he, like, leaves Taylor a voicemail and heads over to, like, try and, like, make sure she's okay. We cut to Taylor. Her and Jude are on the beach. And she's just, like, sad and grieving this loss. And it's getting cold. It's night in Cape Cod. I don't know. Seems like it'd be chilly. I've okay. never been. Wouldn't know. <laughs> Wouldn't know. Well, if anyone else has been and wants to let us know, please do. Um, and so Jude is like, I'll go back and get some blankets for us and come back. So while Jude go- gets up and leaves, she hears, like, a gun click. Ooh. And the assistant has shown up. And he's like, everything would have gone fine because they would have been looking at that bachelor or party girl's dad if you and that fucking bounty hunter hadn't gotten involved and start all of this up. And he's like, I'm a very dedicated employee and she wasn't going to lose re-election because of Oscar. And I did what I had to do because I'm dedicated. And like, is very much like unhinged. Yeah. And so Taylor's like, what do I know about crime? And like, when people are, he's, she's like, keep him talking. <laughs> like, get him. So like, she's trying to keep him engaged on the beach while he has a gun pulled on her and then when miles gets there he sees like jude is like standing on like the bridge way i don't know what to call it like the walkway down to the beach yeah little yeah i know with the stairs and then yeah and so he's standing on that and just hears taylor like shout to jude to run because she like wants her brother to be safe so miles comes down gets like essentially Gets the focus on him. Gets the mayor on the phone where she's like, yes, you are a dedicated employee. Thank you. Like Quick thinking. Yeah. Like whatever whatever we need to to do here. um, Essentially gets Taylor safe and then throws the phone in the air um, that like had the mayor on it when he's like, the mayor wants to talk to you. Throws the phone in the air and then like punches the dude in the face and whatever. So then he, like, runs up to Taylor, and she, like, gives him a hug, and she's like, thank you so much. And he's like, why does she still look sad? And she's like, I know you were doing your job. He's like, you're more than a job. She's like, thank you for saying that. And he's like, she isn't getting that, like, this is, like. <laughs> no, I'm, like, I'm like serious right now? Yes. Like, no, like, I want to be with you and, like, all of these things. And then he, like, bears his soul on the beach, and he's like, at this point, he goes, I th- He's like, all of the police officers stop and are listening. All of the people on the beach are listening to me bare my soul to this woman and be like, no, like, let's run together. He's like, uh, he's like, the mayor could be fucking on the phone listening. <laughs> Doesn't matter. I'm, I'm committed now. Yes. And he's like, no, I'm in this. And Officer Wright is watching the whole thing, watches Miles bare soul. And he's like, oh, I should really call my ex-wife. <laughs> oh, hi, Craig. Hey, Craig. My cat just showed up. Um. So, they, uh, everyone's safe, they have the assistant, and then Taylor's like, well, what a fun vacation. I'm gonna go home now. And so, when they go to leave the next morning, Miles is, like, out front, parked with, like, his duffel bag on his motorcycle, and she's like, what you doing? Yeah, what, what, why are we here? And her brother's like, call me crazy, maybe you could talk to him. (laughs) Ask. Here's a thought. Yeah. And so she's like, whatever. So she's like, she loads up the car. She's like, hi, we're leaving now. And he's like, yeah, sounds good. And then she's like, he followed me for the first three turns. But that doesn't surprise me because it was getting on the interstate. But then he turned to the go the same way on the interstate. 
And it felt, I thought he was going another way. And then she's like talking to her brother and her brother's like, well, tell him to stop following us. But if, if we're going to pull over and you're going to do that, can you do it someplace that I can get a coffee? <laughs> so they like pull into like a McDonald's parking lot and he's very much like, I'm, yes, we're, I'm following you. We're together to now. wherever you, maybe she's from Connecticut, but where's Cape Cod? <laughs> I don't know. Hold on. This yep. is why not having Vance down here is going to be no, a challenge for all of us. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so they're in the parking lot and... Massachusetts. Southeast Massachusetts. Damn it. According to my research. Sorry, everyone. I misspoke this entire episode. Although, in fairness, if you're using us as like a measure for like to learn geography, maybe choose something else. For that educational Don't experience. Don't the Northeast. <laughs> right. Choose somewhere else, but also maybe a different podcast if you're trying to <laughs> learn geography. Or math. This, this or is math. not where we thrive. Yeah. Um, so Miles, whatever, he follows her all the way back to her place and she's like, I'm not. He's like, I'm not leaving. He's like, but I'll get an apartment in town. He goes, I talked to my brother last night. We're going to open the PI business. I'm going to open an office here. Then I think in the epilogue, they've, like, moved to Boston. He proposes. She strips. Okay, I'm not describing this well. <laughs> I mean, like, okay. Well, so he, it's like a surprise proposal, and all of their family and friends are in, like, the next room, and she gets home and starts stripping for him and, like, thinks they're about to bone. And then she, like, doesn't realize everyone. Is, and he's, like, <laughs> is, like, in the next room. Is, no. is pretty much how the book ends. Um, so, honestly, there was so much that I, like, left out. Yeah. It was, like, super witty. It was super charming. I actually really like this one. Mm. I I would recommend it. It's as very a fun. fun. Yeah, as a, as a fun read. I know you already, everyone knows the ending now. Unless you just fast-forwarded. But then you probably just stopped. You probably didn't fast forward to here. We don't know. We don't know. You do you. Yeah, we don't know your life choices. We don't judge your life choices. Um, okay. Rating scale. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, snorkels. Peepholes. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry I said that. I think snorkels feels better than peepholes. <laughs> or we could go tacos. We could go tacos. Let's do tacos. Okay, tacos. Um, I would rate it like seven and a half out of ten. Okay. Tacos. Beef, chicken, carne asada, al pastor. I'm a vegetarian, Hannah. <laughs> okay, veggie tacos. We can support veggie tacos. And there was this place in Nashville that had really good cactus tacos. Huh. Their other vegetarian option was a sweet potato taco. I have had sweet sweet potato potato tacos that were pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, We're a big taco household. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big fan. All around. For sure. Um, Oh, I could really go for some breakfast tacos right now. I was just thinking that. I don't have any tortillas or I'd make you some. We need a snack, though. We do. Bagels. It's bagel Saturday, bitches. (laughs) We love some bagels in this house. We do. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm going to go like seven and a half out of ten vegetarian t- 
tacos. I was at a baby shower recently, and um, one of the girls, she's like, yeah, there's, like, not really anything that, like, I, she's like, it's all, like, sugary, like, little, like, bunt cakes or things, and she's like, right. there's not really anything I can, like, feed my toddler who's mm-hmm. here, her, like, I forget how old her child was, maybe, like, a year old. And I was like, oh, like, what about these, like, skewers that had, like, little mozzarella and tomatoes, but it also just had, like, prosciutto on it, and she's like, I'm not going to give my child uncooked deli meat. And I was like, I looked at her, I was like, I'm going to be completely honest with you. I've been a vegetarian my entire adult life, and I don't know how to meet. <laughs> and someone was walking past, and they're like, did you just say you don't know how to meet? And I'm like, <laughs> you missed the context, but I hear it. But I was like, yeah, I don't know how to make meat. Except bacon. Sure. Which is understandable. Yeah. Well, I also... I think we've talked about this. I'm I'm not a vegetarian for moral reasons. It just hurts my stomach. So every now and then I am like, I am going to eat some bacon and it's going to fuck up <laughs> my gastrointestinal sure. system. But we do it fully informed. Yeah. Yeah. I made an informed decision and it is worth it because it is delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like few and far between. Yeah. So, all right. Seven and a half out of ten tacos. Choose your own protein. Choose your own pro. I can I can support yes. choose your own protein. Choose your own. Protein. It was really fun. Like, yeah, yeah. It was very very cute. It and honestly, like even as I was listening to myself, I was like, I'm not doing this book justice. It's a really cute book. Mm-hmm. Um, I would highly recommend this one. Hmm. It is on my list. I may go ahead and read it. At yeah, some point. absolutely. All right. Yeah. Let us know what y'all would rate it. We are so excited to be back. Um. We are just as a housekeeping detail because I, as everyone knows, because we've talked about it several times, I now have a baby. Um, Recording is more difficult. Mm -hmm. So we are actually going to be moving to releasing episodes every other week instead of weekly just to make it a more sustainable option. Um, So join in two weeks from now and we will have the next episode for you. But we are so excited to be back. Don't forget to rate the show. Subscribe to the show. Share the show with your friends who also want to hear that Hannah had sex in a church parking lot. <laughs> um, maybe if your friends would be offended by that, this is not the show for them. Yeah, just generally. Not even specifically for that reason. But in general, if that's your line, this is not the show for you. You know? Valid. Yeah. All right. Have a great day, y'all. Bye, y'all. Well, that's it for this week's Mud Sluts. We hope it was good for you, because it sure was great for us. If you're digging what we're doing, it would mean a lot if you'd take a minute to rate and review the show wherever you're listening right now. Maybe tell that sexy someone to lend us an ear. We love you. We appreciate you. And we'll see you next week. Stay smutty.